So this is similar to the other passage in Scripture about putting the light under the bushel basket. Here it says it's a vessel. Now, why? Why is it foolish to do that? We kind of think of, well, nobody will see the light. It's also because if you put something over a candle when you were a child, you recognized it burned out. The reason that there's no oxygen. So when we put a vessel over that light, it would go out for lack of air. So it would be foolish to do that. It's also foolish, Jesus says, to put under a bed. Why? Well, I mean, this was obvious. It could burn the bed <laughs> um, if it didn't go out first. So again, you're not going to see the light. Now, like the light, this is important. Christianity is something that must be seen. Mother Teresa was an example of that, but it was Gandhi who said, you know, I really seriously considered becoming Christian if I ever would have met somebody who was truly living as a Christian. Wow. That's a wake up, isn't it? Just as our natural light illumines the darkness and allows you to see, so the light of Christ that was put into your heart enables others to see how much does that light in you show to others? How much do people see that? Um, our mission is to be light bearers, bearers of light, so that others may see the truth of the gospel. Now, how much, you've heard me say this before, I think is very interesting. In heaven, what you'll be looked upon is not how tall, thin, short, fat, smart, stupid, friendly, not friendly. Everybody will be purified. But we don't look at those characteristics that we look up on earth. Not how much money you made on earth, how successful you were. Michael Jordan will have no more adoration than somebody who never did play basketball. What you are judged in, not judged in, but how you're looked upon in heaven is by the amount of light that radiates from your face. Like Moses, it said that the light radiated from his face. Now, how much light will radiate from you is directly dependent on how much you radiated the light of Christ here on earth. So when people see you coming into the room, I always say this, do they say, oh, beautiful, it's Jesus? Or do they say, oh no, here he comes again. I think we all get a little bit of both. <laughs> so it's time for us to try to work more on people seeing Christ in us than ourselves, right? So anyway, it's easy to find excuses. Yeah, that you don't want to flaunt your Christianity. I remember my own parents telling me, uh, warning me before a family gathering that they didn't want me preaching the faith to uh, our family members no, you have to bear the light of Christ. You do this. And almost every person, there is this fear of being looked upon as odd or different. Look at Tim Tebow. 
the NFL couldn't stand him because when he kneeled, it wasn't for some social statement on anti-police or racism or something. His statement was in honor of God, yet he was shunned for kneeling. He was shunned, mocked, basically pushed out of the league because he kneeled. But yet when kneeling was done for divisive reasons, it was honored. And we were told that this was a good thing. The true unity of what Tim Tebow was doing was to honor God. That was shunned. The true divisive nature, the disrespect to troops or to police, was honored. And so we have to understand this is one of the fears that we have. The world is always likely to persecute those who don't form or conform to secular belief. This is where we have to be strong and not hide the light of your faith. Tim Tebow didn't hide it, and it cost him. It cost him. So the man who has nothing to hide, don't put the bushel basket over you, because remember, Jesus says here, for nothing that is hidden will become, or for there is nothing hidden that will not become visible, and nothing secret that will not be known and come to light. That's kind of scary. Let us clean up our house because the light's going to come in there. If you're living in the darkness, that light's going to come into your house, that light of Jesus Christ. And when the light illumines your house, your heart, that's why when Jesus told John to take Mary into his heart, it really meant into your home. I mean, into your home, it meant into your heart. What is, what is going to be shown when that light flashes on your heart? Will it be full of dirt and grime, or will it be clean? This is the key. You know, Plato had an interesting statement. He said, um, there's an architect that offered to build a house for Plato where he hid all the rooms from view. I learned this in my philosophy class. And so he wanted to protect Plato and let him have privacy where he, all the rooms were hidden from view. And Plato said, I will give you twice the money if you build my house where all of man's eyes can see into every room, then I have nothing to hide. Wow. Always act as if you knew you were on the world stage. Don't hide things because you really are. Paul tells us we're in a stadium and all of heaven is watching. Wow. All right, so sometimes we even try to hide things from God, even though this doesn't work. All right, we can have no secrets from God. He will show all that we try to hide and tell all secrets. Yes, this will happen. When the Lord comes to judge at the general judgment, you'll learn everything about everybody else. The two judgments, particular, you learn about yourself and your eternal fate. In the general judgment, you learn about God's plan for all of humanity and what happened to everybody else. Now remember, go to confession, because then the devil cannot use those against you in your judgment. So, to finish, why did Jesus give more to those who already have? Why did Jesus say this? To those who have, more will be given. All right. The seeker, who one who seeks and tries to find God, will always find. But the man who stops seeking will lose even what he has. That's interesting. Those who listen to God and heed his word will receive even more from him. Those who accept the word of God and receive God will get more out of Mass and you will receive even more grace in the sacraments. We must use what God has given to us. If we do, he will give us more. 
right? If we don't use what we get from our faith, we will receive nothing more from God. Are you using the virtues of faith, hope, and charity that you were given at your baptism? We wonder why God doesn't help us. If some of you read the comments online, God bless this person who wrote in, but you can see it. It's online there on the YouTube channel. This one person, and God bless them. We need to embrace them. But went on a real rant on hating God because God doesn't help us. God does answer every prayer. Just in a way not always that we want. And sometimes he doesn't allow things to happen or does allow things to happen because it may be a trial that needs to strengthen us. I know that's not easy to understand. It's difficult, but that's our faith. Um, we all have a responsibility to evangelize, to spread the truth, to be that light. Um, so, for instance, um, you can't hide it. Like a doctor. What if a doctor had a cure for cancer? And he decided that he doesn't want to share it. He has a moral obligation to share that. And guess what? You have something greater than the cure for cancer. You have the light of life. God didn't light your lamp so that it would be hidden. He put the light in you to watch this mass or beat a mass on your own at your own hometown to give you the light to share with others. When we receive the faith, for instance, at baptism, we become accountable, as Jesus told the apostles, to the hearers of the word only, not the doers. They fail. There means destruction. Luke tells us this in chapter 6. And so, you know, he who has a desire of hearing the word, but also receives the grace to pursue it, he'll understand. That's through the church. The church will give you that guidance. But the one who has no desire of hearing the word, but wants to do it through his own and wants to understand everything through his own, I don't need the church. These are like a lot of college professors. I don't need the enlightenment of faith. Everything from a secular standpoint could be atheistic based. That's what our kids are being taught. There will not be a light. You're putting yourself in darkness. So how do we show our light and not be arrogant or demanding or proselytizing? Love God. This is the, the easiest thing to remember, everybody. The entire law, the entire New Testament, the entire Old Testament can be summarized with love God first, love your neighbor second, and then yourself third. It's the opposite order of what most of us do. Most of us love ourselves first, our neighbor second. We're more worried about what other people think than God, and God gets relegated to a distant third. We got to flip that. Love God first. His opinion is what matters. Our neighbor second. We're here to serve, not be served. And then ourselves. This encompasses the entire law and the prophets, the Old Testament and the new, the life of virtue and the key to heaven. 
love God first, your neighbor second, and yourself third. Or I should say, put God first, put your neighbor second, and then yourself third. If you remember that one simple little rule, you've understood everything that is in the scripture. And you understand everything that the Catholic Church teaches. And God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.